0: Are you a beginner to exercise and wondering how to get started? Maybe you've had an injury that you recovered from, but you're not sure where to start. Would you like to feel stronger and stay consistent with your exercise routine? Well, today I coach Melissa Monday live on the show so you can get a sneak peek into what it looks like to recover after an injury and how to start small and really build our bodies so that they're strong and they can be functional. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 Show. I'm Michelle Mamafor, a military wife. I'm my doctorate in physical therapy, and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable? And now you don't know how to get started. We're going to look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably. Without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real-life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. I'm so excited today to talk to Melissa Monday. So she recently had a back injury that required surgery, and she is now released from her doctor, and she went through physical therapy and is released from physical therapy. So Melissa, I know that you are looking to find some routine with your exercise and nutrition and you have a weight loss goal. So can you tell us about that? Yes.
1: Since I had my surgery, I had about a year where I was dealing with the injury and really sedentary and gained probably about 30 pounds, which was not normal for me. And so now that I've been released, I'm anxious to kind of get back at it. And it seems that being over 40 has been taken a little bit more time to kind of bounce back. So I'm definitely looking for some habits and some routines that I can start incorporating to have kind of a daily routine.
0: Yeah, I love that. And our bodies just do not bounce back as easily from injuries as when we were young and little kids. I mean, my little kids, they can like fall on the floor. Looks like it would really hurt me when <laughs> they're like backing up after a minute of crying. All right. So you are released from physical therapy. So what do you think for your exercise or movement piece would be the easiest place to start?
1: I would love to hear your opinions on home-based things versus I do live in a community where we have access to a gym. So I have access to, you know, I work from home so I can do things from home or in a gym. And I think for me, a huge thing that I want to do is really strengthen my core up because that's going to help me with preventing further injuries to my back as well.
0: Yeah, so gym or home, it doesn't really matter. It just matters what you're going to do. So I tend to work out at home because it's the thing I can stay most consistent with. A lot of times driving to the gym or waiting for a class or waiting for machines can be a barrier. But whichever one you choose is fine because you can start with body weight exercises, bands. You can get some weights at home. So you can have a few small pieces of equipment and do that at home. And I think definitely starting with your core. I'm sure you have done that in physical therapy. But for all the people out there, our stomach muscles connect with our back muscles. So we always don't want to focus just on our abdominal muscles. We're all trying to have a smaller core. But we really want to, for the health of our back and how our body works when we go to pick things up, we want to have our stomach strong and our back strong and those muscles working together. So I think that's a great goal to sort of start with that core. And I'm sure you have exercises from physical therapy that at least can be a starting point for you.
1: Yeah, and those are more like the strengthening and the stretching. So I definitely would be open to hearing about some other moves as well.
0: Yeah. So it's also important that we have flexibility. For example, if the front of our hip muscles, our hip flexors are tight, that's going to pull our pelvis and put more of a strain on our back. So that becomes a little individualized, but we want to make sure that we're not only strengthening our muscles, but that we're also stretching them. So I have a pre five day core challenge. I'll put the link down below for anybody listening and I'll send that to you, Melissa. And it really just starts with how do we activate our core and using these principles as you go to advance your core. So this is also great for moms who've had a baby. Maybe they have a little bit of ab separation because we really need to learn how to activate our lower core that goes from hip to hip muscle. So not like the six pack, what's right below that. We wanna activate that lower core muscle, lower core stomach muscle, and then that's gonna help to strengthen our back and core. So things to avoid would be sit-ups, I don't know why everybody thinks you have to do sit-ups to have a strong core. After my fourth kid, who is now five, I have not done any sit-ups and I have a really strong core and I got my ab muscles back together that I didn't do after any other child. So pretty much avoiding sit-ups, we can do them, but you have to have a lot of principles in place before you could do them safely. And then also making sure that anytime you are strengthening your stomach muscles, you are then strengthening your back muscles too. So a lot of different things like that would be you're either on your stomach or you're in tabletop. So you're reversing the way gravity is working. So always wanting to balance those two out for your core. And then I know you mentioned, should I do the gym or the home? Which one do you think is gonna be easier for you to get started with? Probably home because I'm also a busy mom. Yeah, okay. So at home, so having some core work, are you walking or how is your movement?
1: I do try and take a walk every day
0: for mental and physical reasons. Yes. And how far do you walk? I walk about a mile. Okay. Any back pain or anything with that or is that feeling good?
1: It feels just fine.
0: Okay. And then that could potentially be an area where you could work on bumping the distance up that you're walking. Because we live in a very sedentary society. Even I'm here at the computer most of the day. Like, So I have to intentionally get more walking and steps on because that's how our body is meant to be. It's meant to move more and do more and not to sit. And especially when we're sitting a lot, we have to look at our posture. It's easy to be slumped. And so we want that strong core so we can hold our body up against gravity. So I think keeping that daily walk up, maybe bumping that up, adding core work. Is there anything else? And this is just a fine starting point, but I just want to make sure, is there anything else you are thinking about for exercise or movement? I think I definitely would also be
1: interested in strengthening the muscles in my legs and my arms, because again, after being pretty sedentary for a year, I lost a lot of that strength. I'd like to get back to hiking and, and living an adventurous life. So having that, that strength in those muscles just overall, I think would be helpful.
0: Yeah. And so time-wise, what do you think you could commit daily or weekly? Daily, I think that I could commit 45 minutes. Okay. That is plenty of time. So especially like when you're doing strength training, 30 minutes or less is plenty. And then if you count the walking or the movement, you know, that would be extra. So that would bump you more up towards 45 minutes or potentially even an hour. But the core, you don't really have to work out for a super long time. Five or 10 minutes is plenty. And then adding the arms and the legs and the rest of strength training in, we could alternate days of doing that. Or have you also done yoga? I haven't done yoga
1: because I feel like as someone whose mind is constantly going, my mind tends to wander a little too much during yoga, but I would be open to trying it again.
0: Yeah. And there's different types of yoga too. Most of my yoga is more strength based. So you're moving more, breathing more. And I sort of have different levels depending where somebody is. But that's going to more happen if you're doing a slower yoga, relaxation yoga, which can be good for its own benefits. But you can also do some yoga that's going to incorporate strength, it's going to incorporate balance and flexibility, breathing, that stress relief. There's really like so much into a yoga workout that you get so much in one. So that could be a great thing to maybe just try out a couple classes. I like to alternate strength with weights and then maybe like a yoga so your body's getting a little bit of variety too. That sounds good. Okay. And then let's talk real quick because I know you have a goal to lose 20 pounds. Is that correct? Correct. So exercise is great because we're going to build muscle. We're going to get more movement and we're going to sort of boost our metabolic rate when we start building more muscle and moving more. But we cannot outrun our forks. So whatever we're eating, we can't just exercise it off. Do you have a goal or a habit in mind around nutrition that you think like you know you should do? What I think my issue is is going to often for snacks
1: instead of a more hearty meal less times of the day. So how often are you eating a meal? I'm eating, for
0: sure, lunch and dinner, not always breakfast. And when you skip breakfast, do you feel okay by lunch or do you feel pretty famished and eat more? I, I find myself snacking more. Before the lunch or after? Before. Why do you skip breakfast?
1: That's just a crazy time as a busy mom. It's just a crazy time of getting everyone ready, their lunches out the door. And then I like to just kind of sit down and start working. So I don't often think to stop and do that breakfast before I start work.
0: Yeah. Do you have any, and I can give you some, some breakfast ideas that would be quick? Cause it sounds like you need something quick. That's not going to take much time. Do you think that would be helpful? I
1: think that would be helpful, especially if it's something that I can kind of eat as I'm running around with them.
0: Yeah. So do you have any ideas? I tend to go for like a
1: banana or something like that if I grab anything, just because, again, it's portable and
0: easy. But I'm not sure what other options. I think one great way to start the day is making sure you're getting enough protein. So when you have slept all night, your body goes into... A breaking down state. So, we're constantly breaking down our muscle tissue and building it back up. And we need protein in our diet to help build and maintain the muscle that we have. It's also really important for injuries and healing. Even when you have an illness, um, protein is important. So, we want to make sure that your breakfast is going to have some protein and be a little more focused on that. And that's also going to help to fill you up a little longer, too. So, protein is also very satiating an idea could be a smoothie. And I even have some clients who prep their smoothie the night before. So they have everything in their smoothie container. So all they have to do is add their liquid and blend it in the morning because probably just like you, they're also busy parents and they need something really quick. And then you could snack on that and you can add protein powder. I like collagen protein powder. There's one plant-based powder that I just started trying out that I like because it doesn't have any sweeteners or like anything else besides the protein in it. Um, So I can share those with you too. So that can be a good thing. And sometimes I even have an apple with peanut butter and then I have a green juice in the morning and I put protein powder in that. So that is like a super quick no prep breakfast. The other thing I like to do is I prep some pancakes with oatmeal flour or cassava flour. You can add some protein powder in there. And then I just heat them up in the toaster oven so they're quick and ready to go. And again, I usually have a green juice with some protein powder in that. So how do some of those ideas sound or what sounds like something you would do?
1: Those sound like really great options, especially for, like I said, a busy mom. I love the idea of having the smoothie. I don't know why I haven't bothered that before. That's a great idea, especially the prepping beforehand. And the apple and peanut butter is, sounds delicious. So That's a great option for me. I think you're right. Having some of that stuff prepped ahead of time will make it a lot easier. So I don't have to think as much. I can just kind of grab and then just have it
0: be that habit every morning. I just wanted to break here and tell you guys about my favorite green juice. So I have been loving Organifi's green juice. It is a superfood that I like to either add right into my smoothie or I mix half the green juice and half their red juice in water. Sometimes I add protein powder in there. My collagen protein mixes perfectly and it's a great way if I'm not having protein with my breakfast. And I have noticed a total change in my energy levels, especially with using the green juice. I can't tolerate caffeine, so this is a nice way to balance my energy levels, bring my energy up, but not in an overstimulating way. In the Organifi Green Juice, they have adaptogen herbs. And one of my favorite is ashwagandha. And this really helps your body with the physical and mental stress and gives you energy in a way that feels good. So if you guys are interested, there's a link down below. And you can also use the code HEALTHY20 to save 20% off a single order or 35% off a subscription. And they have a money back guarantee. So there's no worries if you don't like it or it doesn't work out for you. So I hope that you guys check that out. And we'll head right back to our show. Yeah, and then, you know, I said make the smoothie in the container. People also do smoothie bags where everything's in the bag so it's easy to go. And just another idea I thought of I do sometimes is if we have like a soup for dinner, so veggies and meat basically, you can eat that in the morning too. So sometimes I also do that if you have any good leftovers. So we're going to start with trying to incorporate breakfast, making sure we're getting protein and then trying to making sure that's filling enough. So when we're doing a smoothie, we wanna make sure it has the protein in it and also a fat. So I'll also link, I have five smoothie recipes that are free and it sort of teaches you how to build these. So for my fat, I like to use avocado or canned coconut milk, but we want it to be filling enough because some people will put like some vegetables, a little bit of fruit, and then they say the smoothie didn't fill them up. Well, you didn't eat enough. So making sure that you're putting enough in that smoothie. Sometimes I might have some extra almonds, but making sure you're eating enough so that you can make it to your lunch.
1: I think that sounds fabulous. I hadn't really thought about adding the protein and the fat, but that does make sense to kind of have that more filling effect and then not have the need to go off and and get some not healthy
0: snacks. Yeah. And another, how good are you about drinking water?
1: Post-surgery, I am trying to be much better. Before I had surgery, I was awful. But I am noticing that that does make a difference as well. I'm trying to up my water intake.
0: Yeah, perfect. Sometimes we are snacking or we feel hungry when we're dehydrated. So that is an important thing to get to. So with starting the exercise, so adding some strength training in, making sure that you're eating a full enough breakfast so you're avoiding the snacking between lunch. Do you see any struggles coming up?
1: I think it's just a matter of creating that habit and the repetition so that it just becomes second nature and just basically making sure that I do it because it is going to ultimately be a benefit to me. So just having that commitment to get started and have that water intake and have that breakfast every morning and set aside a consistent time probably to do the walk and to do the strength training.
0: And let's talk real quick. So you said set aside the time for the strength training and the walk. So let's see if we can narrow that down. So I don't know if your schedule is pretty similar. Is there a time each day you could go for your walk? I've been trying to walk every morning around 8. So walking at 8 a.m., and then when do you think you could fit a 30-minute or less workout in? I would like to
1: break up my workday to do that. I think that too much, too much work and being too sedentary has not been beneficial for me. So I'd like to find a time. I don't know if it's better to do that before lunch, before eating, or after. What do you what is,
0: you'll recommend? You can really do either. So there's really no rules. So notice one, what you're going to do and you feel the least resistant to, if you're someone who eats and you're eating a little bit bigger lunch and it won't feel good to work out, then you don't want to do it after. So is there something you think you would naturally lean towards? I think I would more
1: naturally lean, lean towards before, so okay. maybe around an 1130.
0: Okay. And then is that something you can put into your calendar? So Absolutely. Okay. Yes. All right. So when we get off the call, you got to put that in your calendar. Then is there any way with the nutrition piece or the exercise that you could sort of hold yourself accountable? So maybe a habit tracker. Obviously, when people work with me as a coach, that's what I'm here for. Or if there's a friend or anything like that, is there a way to hold yourself accountable?
1: I think something that would be great for me is having I'm very visual. So, you had mentioned sending me some of the recipes and stuff. I think having those readily available in the kitchen will help to hold me accountable because it'll be there. It'll be right in the line of sight and it will remind me that I need to continue doing that.
0: Perfect. And I also, I just did a 30 day challenge with my clients having different habits. So, and I have a little habit tracker. So, I can send that to you too. So, you can write each habit. And then you can color it in and check it off and definitely keep it in a spot you're going to see because I've done different things and I've had it in a spot because I don't want it out and then I don't see it. Then I don't mark it off or do it. So definitely make sure it's in a spot you see multiple times every day. If you could see yourself about three months from now, what would feel like a success to you with doing this exercise and nutrition and walking?
1: I would feel successful if I was consistently doing it. I think that would feel like a huge win. And I would love to see some change in my muscle tone. I would love to feel stronger. The weight loss is great, but I think that that comes after getting the routine down a little bit more. I think for me, it's definitely feeling stronger and feeling healthier. So I hope after three months, I just, I just feel better, healthy, and strong.
0: Yeah. And I can tell you, if you are staying consistent with walking, bumping up your walking, adding in the strength training, you will. Do you have any other questions or any other thing that you think would stand in your way? I think I stand in my own way. So the fact that I reached out to you and I
1: really wanted to commit to this, I think is a huge thing for me. So I'm excited to see what you have and I'm excited to just start implementing all of these things and to
0: start seeing those changes. Yeah. And so it's a little bit of that mindset. You're excited and you're setting this attention. And it's really, I think, keeping that belief that you can do this and really setting up that loop to hold you accountable so you can stay consistent and successful. One more thing I want to go back to. So, when we're talking about that exercise and walking, what would be a daily or weekly non negotiable? Like, it's you just have to do this bare minimum of walking or this bare minimum of strength training a week. What would that non negotiable be? I believe
1: for me, the non negotiable would be 30 minutes
0: a day. Perfect. So even though you have these goals of walking a mile plus and getting strength training and keeping that non-negotiable in mind that I'm gonna do 30 minutes a day. That might be walking, it might be strength training, it might be a little bit of both, but that's my bare minimum that I'm gonna make sure I do every day. Yeah, I feel good with that. All right. Well, I am excited for you. And thank you so much for being on here and sharing with people because I know there are a lot of people who have different injuries, or we have these aches and pains, and we really don't know quite how to get started. And we just sort of stay stuck where we are because it's comfortable and it's easy. So be proud of yourself for willing to take this next step and get those goals and really reach to where you want to be. I appreciate you going over all of this with me. I'm excited to start implementing it. Yeah, you're welcome. And I know that you have a business for helping mompreneurs out there. So can you tell me a little bit about what you do and share that with everybody? Absolutely. I started my
1: business as a virtual assistant because I was a busy mama and I needed major flexibility at home. So I started my business as a virtual assistant, loved it, was life-changing for me and my family. And I found that there was a lot of moms who thought, well, that's great that you're able to do that. I've never heard of virtual assisting.
0: So now I help coach other moms to start their online businesses. That is awesome. And down below in the description of this podcast, we will share the links to your website and also your Instagram account. So if you guys are interested in that, if you are looking for a different career or something that you can do from home, check out Melissa, because I think that's a great thing. And I'm always hearing about VA or virtual assistants. Friends, I hope this episode inspired you to take one more step forward in your health. I would love it if you could share this podcast so we can have a bigger impact on even more lives. Just take a picture of this episode and share it on social media or with a friend and tag me. It's hard to be healthy in a culture that is surrounded by fast food and sugar. So be part of my free health community and join my private Facebook group. The link is down below. Being healthy can be hard, but with the right tools and support, you can do this.